Okay, welcome back to JB's Driving Podcast, or as Greg Klein would call it, um, Jimmy Braswell and, and the Gang of Fools did uh, you streaming? Yes, that was uh, our dear friend Gregory Con- Gregory Klein throwing a little bit of shade our way. You streaming? Yeah, remember back in the day we Ustreamed? Like yeah, back in like like 2013. a million years ago. Yeah, well, Greg lives in the past because they are finally, over. my friends over at Maryland Conservative Refuge, Greg went on his own um, for his own show. Well, back to his own show. I think it's the fourth or sixth iteration of it. His Conservative Refuge, and he's streaming it on Twitch.com. Okay. Um, which I think we're going to steal that idea because it really fits in with the Twitch universe. Oh, okay. Um. And he's just learning now how to use the window-in-window technique on uh, the internets. Oh, right. Yeah, he even admits that we are we were far ahead, but no. We oh, you mean like a little window inside the big window type thing? Yes. Okay. All right, I got you. Yes, but now he decided that you know he wanted to throw a little shader away of our old show, so. That was a million years ago. I know. He just, you know, we, we pick on him. And the sad thing is, is we agreed with a lot of the same things. Right. There were some things that we kind of felt differently, but it, it was, I mean, well, Greg, there shouldn't have been a, so much shade between Greg and us. They're real, I mean, well, I shouldn't say us because it was really me. Yeah, I, I think I well, was the catalyst that kind of pushed everybody's button. Well, you were the libertarian of the show. It wasn't just that, you know well, that. Yeah, it was my mouth, my was potty your, mouth. Your pot, your your <laughs> your mouth full of refuse. Yes, yes, sir. I had a potty mouth. So, because uh, so I don't feel like being a conservative means that you 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 have to say, "Oh, just, Chucky darn." Just the opposite. <laughs> just the opposite. Actually, if you're a conservative, you can say whatever damn well you want to say. So, but whatever. Whatever. So we are. We are back. Uh, this is uh, the week before Thanksgiving. This when this is released, I will actually be in Orlando. Okay, with the childrens, and, and the you'll wife. be back the week of Thanksgiving. I will be back the week of Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Yeah, we had to change our schedule because this was supposed to be Star Wars. Star but Wars, but Sugar Tits Schaefer, yeah, um, could not make it because he had other plans. Apparently, he had a dinner party to go to. Dude, he's had four weeks. I know. He's literally had four weeks to, to get his ass here. I know. Well, he's got a, he had a dinner party to go to. Um, apparently some, I don't know, something about law cabins or something. I, I don't know. I just kind of half-assed listen to him. Um, yeah. I, so I, it, Something about flying. So we decided to go with the ref, which the is, ref. is a personal favorite of both of ours. Um, yeah. And the reason is, is because they're releasing a new show on TV called The Moody's, starring Dennis Leary. And honestly, I saw the trailer for the show, mm-hmm. and it seemed very similar to the ref concept. The ref concept, you know, where he's go. It's not he's not like a criminal in this one. He's uh, going home to visit his family, but they're all a bunch of assholes. Assholes and rejects is basically the way it looks. Interesting. So I found that interesting, and I kind of pointed it out to you the other day, and we both kind of decided to do the ref. But we before did, we did talk about it a couple of weeks ago, we mentioned. I think we mentioned a couple times, but just in passing. We haven't. Really yeah, I, I think we were trying to stay away from it because of our comedy. Yeah, what we're about to do band. is considered a crime in Maryland. What we're about to do to this movie, probably. 
Um, but we're filming it, so <laughs> so technically it's legal. <laughs> uh, anyway, but uh, before we move on, uh, is there anything that we uh, missed, or, or have we heard anything about Karate well, Kid? We did, we did, of course. Uh, you just mentioned him, uh, aforementioned Sugar Tit Schaefer, did say that we did not talk enough about the... Um, diner scene when Cobra Kai is playing to sabotage um, Ralph Macchio and his mother. Well, remember Ralph Macchio and his mother? They Dan- were, yeah. Danielson and his mother were in the diner in the background. You have Cobra Kai. They see him and they were playing on sabotaging him. I didn't think they were really trying to sabotage it him. It wasn't an important scene, in my opinion. But yeah. Sugar Tit Schaefer decided that it was enough for him to correct us. Um, from afar. Correct us how? He just said we should have mentioned it. Well, it, it was an in, innocuous scene that it didn't matter at all. I think the only reason that it even had some kind of acknowledgement was so that the mother could once again kind of embarrass him. And you were also supposed to realize that she's no longer working for the computer company. She's now working for a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Which they never really come right out and say, Mm -hmm. but she says, I have to get back to work, and she's basically saying she's now a manager at this restaurant. So it's kind of like implied, but never said, which I don't don't understand what the fucking point of that was when they had to move there for this great robot job. They had to go across the country to do Rocket computers. Rocket computers, right. I keep saying robots, but rocket computer, right. So, what, you know, what the fuck? You know how he is. Do you have a lady friend now? I do mm-hmm. not. Well, uh, what's, okay. See, I'm, I'm, I'm like, you're, you're getting into the working out, and then I see things. You, and, I, and I, have me, a, and, and I have a friend that I hang out oh, with okay. and do things with, but we're not dating you're, you're or not anything dating, like you're, that. You're no. not there. It's is it is it is it in that arena potentially? I don't think so. Um, hmm. It's I, 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 we started hanging out about I don't know four months ago. Okay. Okay. Now, I mean, I've known her for almost as long as I've known you. Wow. I mean, so I've known her since I lived with her back in. When I was 19. Okay. Uh, you know, so I've known her that long, and I'm fucking 44. 44 years old. Do the, do the old. math on your own. Okay. <laughs> so. Uh, you known her for 23 years. Uh, you didn't, we were supposed to leave that open for the, the audience. And that's not right anyway. It's 25, it's 25 years. 25 years, what my father. What the fun. hell are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway. Late in the week. Right. <laughs> so. Uh, so uh (laughs) yes sir i'm sorry uh jimmy's son has has approached the the door and is staring at me with a big smile again but he always does he gets me all he gets me every time yep and every single falls over himself and he's he he is a goofy little kid (laughs) and He he's got the great great smile. Yeah, the great greatest smile. The greatest smile. Anyway, so um, yeah, we started hanging out like four or five months ago, mm-hmm. and I kind of felt like it was going in that direction, mm-hmm. and then something weird happened and kind of readjusted my 
expectations. Expectations, and since then... Now, you say something weird, and people are listening to this. You know, they probably would know what... Nothing... Is, is it too personal, or no, is, it, is it... It's not... It's not too personal for me, because you know I'll say anything about right. anything. It's too personal for her. I don't know. I don't understand what happened. I don't, I don't have a good... I, I cannot read people well enough to understand what the fucking situation was. And to be perfectly honest with you, I don't I mean, I don't know. I don't want to, you know, throw her out there. Of course, nobody knows who the hell we're talking about. Right. But um, Mystery woman <clears throat> number one. Right. So it, it seemed like she was being very open and honest about everything that was going on. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly something happened that could not be talked about. And when I actually kind of pressed on it because I was like, this is weird mm-hmm. because of the situation, um, the reaction to it was, you know, we're not dating. You made it clear we're not dating and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it, mm. I was like, all right, no problem. You know, and that's why I said I just kind of readjusted my Your expectations, expectations yeah. of the situation because I, because it's one of those things where you go into it trying to be friends but, yeah, but it's, you know, you're women you're a male and men and a female always yeah, tend to go in a the weird pheromones. Yeah, it always, no matter what, <laughs> there's always that flirtatious between men and you know, yeah. And you, she's you just, always been very flirtatious, yeah. and I'm very flirtatious with her. So, so what I'm hearing, and I'm no sex therapist, what I'm hearing that there is some type of chemistry there, and that chemistry has propelled you into the gym. No, no, okay. I'm definitely not a sex therapist, but there is some type of chemistry there. Something happened. It's only been four months, so it's one of those things where you just, you know, Christopher Columbus, the situation, let, you know, let the winds take you where they might. Yeah, it's kind of like that. It's Slaughter it, a bunch it, of fucking this, Americans while you're at. At this point in time, it's I think it's like, shit. hey, I'm going to go see a movie and, you know. Why don't you come along with me? Why don't me? you come with me? Would you happen to want some popcorn? <laughs> We had that discussion, <laughs> and you know what? She had never even heard of that. The the whole sticking really? the penis into the popcorn. She had never heard of that ever happening. I was just like, how the hell could you have not heard that? It's not like it's a... I thought it was... You know, it's not they, like it's a town all honestly, for Halloween. My whole point of that is, just to go down that real, you know, really, really quick, mm-hmm. that would suck horribly, dude. They put the hot... Yes, butter we, in the popcorn. Yes. You pop your dick in there, and, and and you're just literally going to scald your cock. It's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And then they put the special seasonings now that you can use. So and unless you she's scold it, a you're monster, gonna... <laughs> she's sticking her head inside of the tub. Mm-hmm. Might, I don't know never, where the you, fuck it's going. You never know. It took a a weird turn. <laughs> um. You never know. I I, I, I I have somewhat of expectations for this relationship. It's My relationship? With her, yes. I think there might be something there. I'm I not a sex therapist. I think you're reading into things that aren't there. I'm trying to be entertaining at the same time. Oh, okay. So quite I'm okay sorry. with me. You know, we can embellish it all we want. We can try to. I will. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't realize that's what you were doing. That's okay. I, I Sometimes you come across so straight lace that I just consider what you're saying to be honest yeah. and not like a 
Yeah, I do uh, have that effect a, on people. A, a gimmick? Gimmick, yeah. Why well, is my gimmick? What? You can't tell. Well, your gimmick is your gimmick changes depending on your attitude. Yeah, like you're some right. di- and it, and it's changed a lot in over the years too. Yeah. Like, I mean, your your personality nowadays is, and we're going down this instead of talking about Karate Kid, but that's fine. I think we nailed the Karate yes, Kid. Yes, we did. Go, we Sugar it. tits can go fuck himself. Yes, he can. Um, and and honestly, Give I don't know. Popcorn. I don't know if Timmy was happy or pissed off because I just blocked him on Twitter. Because I just couldn't take it anymore. I, I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't been on Twitter in two and a half weeks. I don't know. And, well, and that's the other thing. Like, I'm, I really don't want to be on Twitter. Uh, I really, really Scott's don't. A, Sugar Tits is about to exit his Twitter as well. So Starting a movement. I'm just, I just can't. It's a bow movement. I barely, I'm barely on it. Mm-hmm. Just quit. Just quit. So. Just quit it. Just quit. And should you go TikTok? Let's go TikTok. We just put little dance parties on there. Men in their 40s doing little dance parties. Right. Because it can't stop. How is it song? Who is that? Who is that? Rope drop or something like that. I don't know what you're talking about. Can't stop. Who is that? It's like from like 10 years ago or something. I, I don't know. Ain't like Lady Gaga. I don't know. Whatever the fuck you're talking about. I don't know. All right. So, um, yeah. So, Karate Kid, I think we nailed it. I think Scott's delusional. He's delusional. And, you know, honestly, if he had an opinion, his ass should have showed up. Well, he will be showing up for uh, Return of the Jedi as we... we, we, uh, um, We'll see. We're recording that on the Tuesday of Thanksgiving week. Right. So, So we postponed it just for him. postponed it just for him. So, can he attend his function in his seersucker suit? And his jock, yeah. that's that's on him. I think Greg's going with him. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then uh, I guess the week after that, we'll probably record Jingle All the Way. Or we might, or we might record it that weekend. Oh, you think we can get them both done that weekend? I think we can. Yeah, I, I kind of want to get it out of the way. Get out of the way. Um, Think about having a holiday party, by the way. Yeah, yeah. I think you mentioned that. You're coming over Saturday night, right? What is nothing? It's not just a couple, a couple people coming over Saturday night just to okay, hang out. Okay, that was what it was. That's what I was supposed to do. Yes, and they uh, these guys that I used to play cards with all the time mm-hmm. asked me to come play cards. You're gonna play cards. So what? What time's your party? It's not even a party. It's just a few people. What time is it? Seven. Whatever. All right, I'll come over before I go play cards. I was actually thinking about playing cards too. So. I'm not. I'm not bullshitting you. Think about it. Do you have enough people? Yeah. Love enough people. And enough cash to lose. I think I beat you last time over Ethan's house a couple times in a row. I think I did, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. I'll lose the cash to you. I mean, you're on a hot streak now. I have been lately. I mean, you won that Ever one Ever since tournament. I got back from Saudi Arabia. Yeah. You won that one tournament as well. Uh, was that before Saudi Arabia? That was after. Was did you get stuck the, on the plane with the wrestlers? The, no, 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 no. Th- that was well before that. Remember yeah, the I'm beers, just, I'm bacon, and being entertaining. Beers, <laughs> beer, bacon, and boobs tour. <laughs> beer, bacon, and boobs tour. Holy shit! Yeah, uh, still haven't heard from those women. Um, I we I thought we weren't going to talk about that. We weren't supposed okay. to because I think that the, the families wall. are calling us now. <laughs> the families are calling me, and I'm like, well, ah, they have your number. They yeah, don't have yeah, my number. I'm like, I'm like eh, eh. 
let me get back to you. And I'm letting it to go to my voicemail. Now the voicemail is filled up. So just waiting for one to show up at my doorstep. Well, I don't know that they, they may have your old address. I gave them a sugar tits address. Ooh, good. <laughs> good idea. One less thing for us to worry about. Hell, <laughs> why don't I to worry about that shit, right? What were their names? <laughs> Betty and Barbie? Bambi? I don't know. They were B names. Huh? <laughs> I didn't really pay too much attention. I like the fact there's a balloon that says, you're special. <laughs> <laughs> right, on, right over your shoulder. <laughs> well, I'm special. You are. <laughs> Dad, damn. That would have been a really good story with your new lady friend. But maybe things will come of that. Maybe things will come of that. I don't know what your wife is doing, but she's she's moving all kinds of shit all around. Yeah, she's she's putting the uh, the uh, art box away now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, Fun so shit. Uh, Fun shit. What else do we got? Do oh, we have anything else to wrap up? Just saying, we're having the hol- I think I'm having a holiday party the weekend before Christmas. So Christmas is on a Wednesday this year. So right. We're Christmas party on a Saturday because the bar. Um, as long as it doesn't conflict with my Drogas family party that I have to go to, mm-hmm. then I'll be there. When's that usually? I think it's the 16th, but I don't know, dude. It, they change it all the time. Right. And I, I can never keep track. And then, there's that. And then, like, this thing, I knew there was something. It's okay. Don't worry about because it. It's not a big deal. Y- I remember you bringing up the fact that you might rent the pay-per-view. Yeah, and I'm still thinking. I legitimately still thinking about doing that. Too. So, I, but the, the card sucks. I, I dude, I, I don't know. Moxley I, and uh, what's his name look pretty Omega? good. Omega, Omega. Just, I don't know if I'm a fan of the AEW style of wrestling. Again, it's very similar to the NXT model. NXT is different. I think they had a lot more storytelling into their matches. It's not just moves. Like, the best I match of all right. time is Austin versus Bret Hart. And how many times did they leave their feet? I think Austin went up for, like, an elbow. Not an elbow drop. Like, literally went on the second. You know, he does his, his, yeah, yeah. his elbow. And Bret Hart does the same thing. I think that was the only time they left their feet. These motherfuckers are flying all over the place. I don't get tired of seeing that. I can yes, and I I kind of agree. I mean, I I like the spot monkey stuff sometimes, but mm-hmm. I think it does get a little repetitive when it's every match, mm-hmm. and you feel like you have to get in every single one of your spots into every single match. I hate that shit. And that I mean, it gets over over the top. But I think I I enjoy a good story being told in a match. The problem is, is I think that any time that you have any kind of storytelling in a match, Mm -hmm. you have people like Bruce Pritchard saying, you know, that they told an excellent story. It's not always an excellent story. It's a lot of times it's the same fucking story over and over and over again. And it's like, okay, I, I get that. And I've seen that story a million times. So you kind of have to come up with some new, way to get that story across or some new story. You have to. If you don't, then you're just kind of rehashing the same thing with two different guys. Hogan versus The Rock, WrestleMania 19. That that was a fucking phenomenal match. But, but that it, wasn't the that wasn't even them as much as it was the crowd. Crowd wasn't but they they still they you can play that's how that, that is a great wrestler for you. One who knows how to control the crowd and they did it. Hogan it shows you how phenomenal 
Hogan is. But I think the Hogan fact that the they shit. decide the they both they do a double turn in the match. It's fantastic. And it's then like, they basically end with both of them being turn. good guys. Yeah. So I want to watch that match tonight. It's you know they they come in where Hogan's a bad guy, The Rock is a good guy. The crowd is fully behind Hogan. Oh, my God. It was awesome. So they do a turn where The Rock is doing some devious shit during the match. Mm -hmm. And then as they get towards the end, it turns into a love fest between the two of them. And then The Rock knows enough to get out of the way and let Hogan pose. So it's like it's it was crowd pushed. But you had two performers that knew how to to. Use that crowd, manipulate the crowd, and manipulate it. That's the right word. They're out to manipulate the crowd, get a bigger response than they should have ever gotten because it wasn't like it was ever going to be a good match. I mean, Jesus Christ, Hogan was at the end of his career at that point, right? So, you know, and 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 the rock was a part timer, I believe, by then. Yeah, he was. So, you know, it, it. it was a great match. It was a phenomenal match. So good. Um, so good. But you can't do that all the time. I just don't like. I'm just again. I'm, I watch an AEW, and I'm not. I'm not an Omega fan. Not a Moxley fan. I wasn't even a Dean Ambrose fan. Um, I like Moxley more than Dean Ambrose, though. And to be honest with you, I know it was his shittiest gimmick, but when he was doing that whole. You're all refuge, and and yeah. he was kind of doing the, the um, what the hell was that guy's name, that wore the mask in Batman, Bane, Bane. like he was kind of doing the whole Bane thing. Wrong, wrong Batman gimmick. He should be doing. He should be doing. Um, he he would be perfect, and you probably have never seen Born Again. Um, Matt Bourne, who played Doink. Yes. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? I know Matt Bourne. Bourne played Doink, but in when he went back to, I think it was ECW, he played Bourne again, which was an offshoot of Doink, which was a very even... He looked like he half-painted his face, stuff like that. Yeah, I, okay. Moxley yeah. should do the same exact thing. He'd be awesome in that role. They should take... They should take... Uh, what's his name? Ears? McKenzie? Um, the dude with the ears. The guy who was in... I can't, I can't, what do they call him? Mac now? Or Keg, he's got the pack, Pac. Oh, Pac. Okay. They need to dress his ass as Jack the Ripper. Give him a big effing top hat. Give him a cane. Accentuate his English. And that, and that's kind of what they did with um, with uh, 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 Bra- uh, Finn Balor. One night. That one night. Awesome. In England, and that was awesome so as hell. Awesome. And I agree. I kind of agree with you. I mean, right now they're doing this the bastard thing, and that wasn't. AEW, that was something that he created mm-hmm. outside of AEW and then brought into AEW. And that's the only problem with most of these. All these gimmicks were in existence in other locations yeah. and have been shipped into AEW. And there's no consistency to the, 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 the thoughts behind all this shit. It's kind of all over the fucking place. Yeah, and it's also... It is all over the place. I agree. I agree. And there isn't... I mean, the only real main storyline you have right now is Inner Circle versus Mm -hmm. the Elite. The only problem with that is is that you don't know the characters well enough to really buy into it. The only ones you know is Cody Uh 
and on the other side, you know Jericho, yeah. and you may know Homicide, and you know Jack Hager, but he's got a new gimmick now. Yep. So it's it's they're all the same character. Well, Hager's going no no voice now. No voice. He's not he saying he anything. Talk. Right. I haven't seen that before. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, I'm just critical. It's just there's. Did not you happen enough... to watch it last night? I did not. I have not watched it last. Okay. Night. The one thing I will say is they they did this little vignette with Jericho, where they were kind of doing like behind the scenes with, uh, the inner circle. Oh yeah. That was great. Okay. The rest of the show was okay. Um, you know, c- you know, C plus B minus type area. But that vignette was really good. And then, of course, Cody came out and did his whole, if I don't win the title, then I'll never go for it again because I'm an executive with the company bullshit. He... I can't stand him. I don't mind him. I see his wife strip in the middle of the ring. She is a beautiful woman. She's beautiful. And her gimmick right now is really weird. I I kind of dig it. I think the women's division sucks. I think so, too. And that's why I'm like, stop stalling and get, you know, uh, Kong in there. You have to get Awesome Kong in there as well. Or just as wait to develop the women's division after you develop the men's and the tag team's division. I, well, I really want to see Awesome Kong versus the, the uh, dude. The dude. Because I, I really want to see Awesome Kong just dominate the dude. <laughs> just call her the, sorry, call him the dude. <laughs> I don't know his name. That's the thing. Yeah. Or her, her name or whatever the fuck. Whatever. I, I'm not trying to be offensive. I just don't I'm trying to give a shit. Okay. So, anyway, well, can we get to this let's movie Let's move on to the, the reason. Okay, the ref. And it is a fairly straightforward movie. It is also a very underappreciated movie. As a matter of fact, Entertainment's weekly... Of uh, the uh, July 16, 2012 issue of Entertainment Weekly said is a list of uh, 50 best movies you've never seen. And if we accomplish anything in this podcast besides trying to find Paula Date, it is to get you to watch this movie. Yeah, it's worth it. I mean, to the point where I'm starting to feel... Well, first off, I know for a fact I will be watching this again Absolutely. before Christmas. Uh, because I didn't get an opportunity. My daughter had a bunch of homework last night, uh-huh. so she couldn't watch it. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. So I, I really want to let the kids come down and watch it. I think even Jonas would like it. It's so. a, it is a it is a fantastic. It's actually a tradition of Meek and I. We decorate the Christmas tree on Thanksgiving night. Yeah. We watch the ref that night. Oh, okay. That's how much like we love this movie, and it just did not get. Um, it actually underperformed in the box office. Yeah. Um, we saw it. Did we see it opening we saw, night? We saw it, it opening night. We were definitely opening weekend because Paul and I um, are huge Dennis Leary fans. Well, um, we definitely were at the time. At, at the time. At the time. I mean, I, I, I probably still am. I yep. mean, I, there's very little that I haven't seen that he's done. Well, you were a big Rescue Me fan, weren't you? Oh, I loved Rescue yeah, Me. See, those FX shows back in like the the odd uh, the odds um, were just great. Nip Tuck, The Shield, Rescue Me, um, yeah. Forgetting One. Um, all great shows. All great shows. The um, Shield was fucking oh, phenomenal. The Shield was just... I think it's probably one of the... It's definitely a top five. Not only is it a top five, but 
these celebrated series you see in the TV or the or the cable, um, they always seem to fall short. We just saw it this year with Game of Thrones. They always seem to fall short with the ending. Yeah. And you want to talk about a great ending? Oh, to it's a, fucking brutal. Just, just but it it was everything that all. Oh, I loved it. Yes, I loved the ending of the Shield. Yes, and now the the writer of that show is currently doing American Horror Story. Is he? Yes. For what the eighty four season or starting next year? He's been doing it since the um beginning, I think. Oh, okay. Or the the producer, whatever you want to call, it. I forget his name. Not Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy. I'm sorry. I apologize. I was wrong. Ryan Murphy did nip, nip talk. Ryan Murphy yeah. did nip talk. Then he went on and did that one singing show that was really Glee. Pop, Glee. Then he went on in America. And then Horror he did American yeah, Horror Story. I was wrong. I was and wrong. honestly, I really, really liked American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. I have some issues with it, but for the most part, I mean, I love the show. Uh, he also did... He was involved with the um, the one... Oh, Christ. It was Jamie Lee Curtis on Fox... Uh, and uh, the Nancy Drew chick, I always forget her name, um, Emma Roberts. Emma Roberts, no, I don't know. Oh. oh, you know Emma Roberts. I know who she is, I'm just... Anyway, they... I don't know what you're talking about. Basically, most of the people that are on American Horror Story jumped off and did a show where, you know, on Fox that ran for like two seasons, mm-hmm. where there was like a serial killer and... Oh, they yeah. they were in college and she was the and uh and what's her name was the dean. Hmm. She was the dean of the college in the first season and the second season she was like running this this hospital. It it was a really weird show, but I, and I can't think of what the hell it was called. But it was very good, mm-hmm. and I think Ryan. I'm not sure what Ryan Murphy had to do with it, but he had something to do with that. He also had something to do with uh, the People versus O.J. Simpson. Okay. Um. But then he went off and he did um, the Versace thing, uh, which I tried, but it it just I just, just did, couldn't get into it. Just couldn't get into it. And then he did um, Pose. Pose is the new one that he did, and okay. I I didn't like that at all. Okay, well, unlike um, Ryan Murphy, um, it was Ted Demi who did the ref. Yes. And uh, he was the he he was unfortunately he passed away back in uh, I think it was two thousand and two at the age of thirty eight um, during a celebrity basketball game uh, through a heart attack and was really later revealed that it was apparently drug induced cocaine um, but he was a nephew of another famous Hollywood producer Jonathan Demi um, produced Yo MTV raps for those Jonathan Demi did. No, Ted Demi. Oh, Ted Demi did. Okay, Ted Demi did, and uh, which most of the kids nowadays have no idea what that is. No. But Yo MTV Raps was pretty goddamn cool. Pretty iconic too. Yeah, it was uh, Dr. Dre, not the Dr. Dre. This was a different Dr. Different Dr. Dre, Dre. and uh, and Ed Lover. Ed Lover, tall ass Ed Lover, and Dr. Dre was this big fat dude. Mm-hmm. Um, and they basically were the place where you would go to see all the new rap videos yes. through the '90s when they played videos. Yeah, this was back in the '90s, be- 
early 90s because I think it was like 96 when they started really going towards the reality yeah, television. Yeah, around 94, bullshit. 95, 96. Yeah, you're right. Because you they had real life. Real, real world. Real world, that's it. Real world was like yeah. the one show. Yes. And then it became more and more and yes, more. Yes, and it took over everything. Yeah. And now they've so, got freaking... I don't even know if they play... I don't think they play videos anymore. And... Uh, Awesomeness. awesomeness. Is, is that a show? I don't know. I don't watch that I think shit. that's what it's called. I fucking watch. Like, I've gone through, and it always seems to be a marathon of some stupid show. Yeah, that's 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 what it is now. That's what it is now. Um, How about so, a marathon of fucking music videos on MTV? That'd be, that'd be fantastic. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> so, uh... Demi also worked closely. We mentioned him, uh, Dennis Larry, who is the star, one of the stars of, uh, actually lead, we would say he's lead the ref. Um, he produced uh, No Cure for Cancer, which was Larry's stand-up. If you haven't watched that or listened to it, that's where the uh, the song Asshole comes from. Right. And you should watch that because it is a funny as hell. I believe it was HBO. HBO, I think, yeah. yeah. It's on Netflix right now. Oh, is it? It is on Netflix right now. Oh, okay. So um, yeah, it's worth a watch. It it's, is worth. A, it's hilarious. I think it's hilarious. You think it's hilarious? I think uh, some of the SJWs might be offended by some of it. That's why it's hilarious. Um, but I, I really, I, I would love to see a comic do that now, but I don't think that anybody can do it anymore. It would be revolutionary, uh, somehow. It would be revolutionary. I just don't think that you. I mean, you can still do edgy shit. I just don't think you can do like fly in the face. Oh, you can. Just you can do that. You know, I th- and you'll you get, can, you'll but nobody million, fucking does it. You'll make millions. I mean, even you Chappelle will. when he you know did what he just recently did. Yeah, uh, it still money. wasn't over the fucking top. Made him more money when he did that too. I, I agree. Yeah, and I think it's great. But, but it all, just wasn't. They're all pussies now. It wasn't Dennis Leary in '93. No, they're all pussies now. It wasn't fucking uh, uh, Sam. Um, uh, uh, Jesus Christ! I can't believe I forgot. Kinnison. Thank you, Sam Kinnison in '87. No, you know, or Dangerfield in '84, or Carlin from like 1974 to the day he died. No, I mean. This is revolution. You know when I got no cure for cancer, I got it in my Easter basket. I got the CD in my Easter basket oh, when Jesus I was like Christ, thirteen, and my you know my parents had no clue. I just I just wanted Dennis Larry no cure for cancer. Well, let's be honest. Your parents didn't really pay much attention. No, my curfew for <laughs> senior year was like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> they, this is they, crazy. They didn't give a shit. Well, they cared, but they didn't. but they didn't pay much attention. No, they didn't. I mean, not. your mom just kind of. Yeah, I mean, she was still fine then. Yeah, she was. So, but she just was like laid back, and your dad was like, "Ah, oh, you guys are, <laughs> you guys are crazy." <laughs> All right, have a good time. <laughs> yeah. What are you guys doing this weekend? Ah, uh, we figured we'd rape and pillage. Ah, sounds like a Saturday. <laughs> oh, see ya. See ya. <laughs> yeah, that would be it. That'd be like, it. What the fuck, man? Yeah, yeah, man. That that was that was that was. That was your dad. That was my he, dad. I mean, he 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 was a cool guy, uh, but he, he was funny. It was funny. Yeah, he I mean, just just eh, whatever, whatever. Absolutely. My my curfew senior year of high school was one o'clock in the morning on school days. I think it had school nights. Yeah, I mean, you they were much older when you came along. Yes, and they, I mean, your sister was even yes, 
you, you know, I mean, but you you have much older siblings as well. So yes. it's like, I think they were kind of in that grandparent phase where it was like, eh, we went through this already. Yeah. They'll be fine. Yeah. And they were, you know, 50% right on that one. Yes. 50% right. <laughs> we won't go there. Nope. <laughs> um. So, yeah, but that was Well, fun. my parents only shot 25%. <laughs> At least it's not zero percent, you know. I'm like, oh. well, depends on who you ask, I guess. <laughs> if you ask one of the ex-wives, they <laughs> might say zero percent. Ah, fuck them. <laughs> See, let's back to uh, Leary. So, layout uh, yeah, Demi. Uh, it was worked with Leary with New York Cure for Cancer here in the Ref and Monument Avenue, and I'm sure they met at MTV. Which yes. one thing I will throw out the box to the Ref when you read it. If you read the the backdrop, mm-hmm. it says MTV's Dennis Leary stars Jeez. in this irrelevant, irrever, irreverent comedy. Yeah. So it, it it's it's interesting how he, closely he was tied to MTV when all he did was commercials. Yeah. That's it. Like he wasn't on any of their shows or anything. He just did, he had like these little two minute commercials where he would do a rant. Mm-hmm. Between you know shows yeah. and shit like that, it, and it was just kind of a thing. Yeah, yeah, it was. And it Do you remember showed. Headbangers Ball? I remember Headbangers Ball <sighs> with Ricky uh, Ricky Rackman. Ricky Rackman, yes. And then later on, it was Matt Pinhead. Matt Pinhead, Pinfield, Pinfield, Pinfield. Yeah. yeah, pulling that shit out of our ass, aren't we? Dating ourselves as well. Eh, a little bit. So at least we're not talking about Tabitha Soren. <laughs> wow. Who was before Tabitha Soren? Uh, Mark. Mark Goodman. Good. No, Mark Goodman is the producer. Producer. I don't know. Mark. Was there any good-looking VJs? I liked Kennedy, but I kind of like that vibe. That vibe, yeah. Um, and I still think she's cute. She's on Fox. Yeah, uh, Fox, Fox Business. Business now. Fox Business. Um. There were there was one or two. Uh, there was um, downtown Julie Brown was downtown pretty good yeah. looking. Um, Tabitha Soren wasn't hurting, but not you know. I mean, she was well above my grade. When I say when I'm grading these women, keep in mind I don't think I have any <laughs> shot at any one of them. But you're special. I am. I am <laughs> special. You got the you got the balloon. <laughs> at least tonight I'm special. You're a very special person. Very special boy. <laughs> Very special boy. Right. All right, let's go to this fucking booth. And then we got, of course... Uh, what are we, an hour into the show? <laughs> 39 minutes in the show. Judy Davis, Kevin Spacey are also in this movie um, yeah. as well. I I would love to say it was pre-child-fucking uh, Kevin Spacey, <laughs> but probably wasn't. Boy. Um, at the same time, we didn't know, so we could enjoy him <laughs> free, wholeheartedly. We didn't know. <laughs> Our ignorance was bliss. Just like a Catholic service on Sunday morning. Yep. We didn't know. Yep. <laughs> All right. So the, so the movie, uh, the ref opens up. I'm just throwing everything out there. I don't uh, care. It doesn't matter It does anymore. not matter to me at this point. Just telling the truth how it is. Yep. Just like a public service announcement. We should eliminate all the fucking cartels in Mexico. If they ain't fucking doing it, we should go down there and annihilate them. It's not going to. Yeah, I agree. Fuck it. Fuck I, them. I, I, Seriously, fuck them. I mean, I, I I agree with the legalizing thing, 
But at the same time, I don't know that. I think they it do a hurts lot. them. They make more money in trafficking, but we won't go. I'm just saying they make a lot more money in trafficking at this point than they do in drugs. Uh, yeah, I, I think that there's a lot going both ways, but it doesn't matter. I don't. Who gives a fuck, dude? Let's do this. All right, let's I don't do this. Do opening. Politics. I was doing politics. I know. Yes, I know. Opening montage. You see this perfect. It's like this really cool upbeat Christmas music in the background. I means we we are in the Christmas season because Thanksgiving no longer matters, and it's a late Thanksgiving this year as well. The latest. Yeah. So by the time this is released, um, I'll be in Epcot we'll be in drinking full swing. fucking shit and. In the middle of Christmas time, because they start Christmas down there like yesterday, and then we'll be but we'll be in the full swing of the holidays. Everything st- Christmas season nowadays goes from I think November first giving to uh, I, I agree, Christmas and I think day. Thanksgiving is just kind of a uh, it's a long weekend for shopping. Yes, is all it really has become. Shopping. Yes, it's I mean I don't think of it that way. I mean I, I still uh, love celebrating Thanksgiving. I think it's great, but back when we were young, it. It seemed more important. Thanks, yeah, Thanksgiving was its own holiday that was not swallowed up by Christmas. The day after, different and story. Then, then I, and I think it was a progression because I yes. think the first step, believe it or not, was the all-day football. Mm-hmm. Like you had one – like I seem to remember maybe one or two football games, two games. On, on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving when, games. when we were young. It was always Dallas and Detroit. They'd right. That. And then they added a third game. So now now your whole fucking day is is football. Mm -hmm. And then they started opening the stores at 2 a.m. Then it was midnight. Mm -hmm. Then it was 8 o'clock Thanksgiving night. It's like, and for what? I mean, you're not really... The deals are not as good as everybody thinks they are. No, and it's now back in the day, subpar products as well. Yeah, back in the day, it was always for the big thing, the big gift. But right. I don't know that there is big gifts anymore. No, even the, there, there's no. You know, the tickle me Elmo days are way beyond yeah. us. I mean, the only nowadays it's a fucking chicken sandwich that people are stabbing each other for. Isn't that something? That's insane. That's where we are. That's where we're at right now. I mean, I fucking ugh. chicken sandwich. I don't even like Popeye's chicken. I can't imagine that I would like the chicken sandwich that much. Uh, exactly. What the fuck? It's just it's it's sheep will get slaughtered. Pa- Popeye's chicken is definitely at least the third in the series of chicken. If you're going down chicken, you got Royal Farm, Chicken Row, then maybe KFC, mm-hmm. and then be honest with you, I think Maryland Fried Chicken is better. Maryland Fried Chicken. It's down very in popular. the South, Myrtle Beach. Yes, Mer- very popular in Myrtle Beach area, and. I don't even know if I'd go Popeye's next. Like, Bojangles might even be better. Bojangles, I think, makes a strong argument for that position, yeah. I think you're looking at a lower-tier uh, chicken sandwich Popeye's. You're, you're equating that with, say, a Wendy's chicken sandwich. I think so. I think that there's probably no difference between that or even, like, the, the upper echelon McDonald's chicken sandwich. Not the shit, not the fish fillet chicken sandwich. Not the sandwich, fish fillet chicken. You're talking about but the, the nicer chicken the nicer sandwich chicken that they sandwich. put on the nicer bun. Yes, I bet you it's pretty much at that level. It's at that level. Interesting. But people are stabbing each other. Beating it's insane. Yeah, it's a fucking chicken sandwich, people. Yeah, they'll get more. They'll get more chicken sandwiches. You really want to go to jail? The fuck out with the chicken sandwiches, people. For stabbing a guy over a fucking chicken sandwich. Fuck you, you idiots. So. We open up with this really cool technical techno beat Christmas music and this perfect town with perfect lights. 
Yeah, it, it's it's straight out of the sixties. It's straight out of the sixties. You know, you're looking at downtown where the businesses uh, are. What still is open. it called? The the front of Saturday Evening Post. Saturday, yeah, Saturday Evening Post. This is when retail stores still did business before Amazon storefronts. Storefronts before Amazon shit all over America, and America's been into it, including me, both you and I. Um, and everything's perfect. But then we get a... a uh, it pans up it to pan, a window. pans up to a window. Dr. Wong's window. Starred by B.D. Wong. B.D. Wong, uh, which is, you know, kind of like, uh, where uh, he is a marriage counselor for uh, Lloyd and Carolyn Chassier. Chassier. It's 15th um, century French Huguenot. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of one-liners in this yeah, movie. Tons folks. of them. Tons. I will do my best job to narrate this movie and then tell you why it's such a fantastic movie. And this is it starts off on the great foot with Kevin Spacey as Lloyd Chaucer. Yeah. Um and and Judy Davis as, as Caroline. Oh God, yes. <laughs> She's awesome too. They're they're the entire cast is fantastic. I, I think if the the weakest point, the weakest spot in this whole cast is their son. Jesse, yeah, you know, he's kind of a penis. Um, other than that, maybe the fat boy <laughs> with the blonde hair. Yes, yeah, yeah. You know, because I don't even know that he has. I don't remember him even talking. No, I mean that's how unimpactful he exactly. is. Exactly, he's just kind of there as window dressing. He is. He's there for a single line. I think. Yes. Yes, he's, she's eating through the ribbon. <laughs> Well, I, I Mary Poppins woman the, is right. eating through the whip. So during this, uh, they're, they're going back and forth. Lloyd and Caroline, again played by Kevin Spacey, Judy Davis, are having marital issues, and Judy Davis describes this dream she keeps on having about this penis or saying, "Well, don't eat, she was <laughs> don't eat she, she went to a restaurant and his head, and she they bring out his head on a platter, and the penis and his <laughs> penis is sticking in his ear, and they say, "Don't eat the penis." <laughs> It's just garnish. Uh, <laughs> and and then like she subtly adds in that she had an affair. Yeah, she yeah, she had an affair. <laughs> she hadn't had like a, and she acts like it's no big deal. And uh, she also reveals I haven't had sex in quite some time. Yeah. And when they did, it wasn't very Yeah. Impa- good. It wasn't very impactful. Impactful. Uh so, so you get this. They're setting up the 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 the, the plot here with a couple that's having marital issues. Plus again, the the back and forth. The back because and it's and, yeah. We're not really explaining the back and forth right. very well. They are at each other's throats. throats. They won't shut the fuck up, and they both think that they're right about everything. Everything correct. I write about everything. They don't give it an inch. And of course, B.D. Wong, <laughs> he's. He's great in this little role that he has here mm-hmm. because he's the typical therapist where he's just like, I'm not here to take any yes, sides. I'm, side. I'm not going to tell you what's wrong or right. And I'm like, well, why the fuck am I coming to you yeah, in the first place? Why am I paying place? you $200 a minute for you to sit there with a notepad drawing scribbly place? Meanwhile, we are transported over to a cross town in this rich person's house Yes, where Gus played by Dennis Leary, is breaking into said house with his sidekick, uh, Derelict Murray. Murray. Out waiting in the car. <laughs> Murray. Murray. So we switch quickly switch back to Dr. Wong's office, where it's also revealed that Lloyd is in debt to his mom. Yes. Um, 
And Caroline also has a bunch of hobbies. She doesn't necessarily work. Um, their son is delinquent. So again, we're setting up a plot. Marital issues. He works for his mom. And his mom's antique store is in debt to her. They're living in her in his mother's house. Mm-hmm. I think that comes up then. It, uh, it is. It comes up then. And essentially, it gets so heated that he, that Wong tries to inter, interrupt them from going, you know, arguing with each other, and they tell him to fuck off. Right. Um, meanwhile, as uh, Gus is breaking into the house, he finds the safe inside. As he's trying to dis, uh, dismantle or, you know, what's the word? Dis, disarm it. Oh, yeah. Um, he gets right in. He gets right in. Uh, and there is a... Gem box at the all the way at the end of the, uh, the 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 back of the safe. He pulls that, gets sprayed with cat piss, goes down this uh, uh, trap door, and um, an alarm goes alarm off. Alarm goes off, uh, triggering the police. He barely escapes, but gets a bit by a uh, the guard dog. Dog, but during the entire process, Murray Murray, who is outside waiting for him, leaves because he sees the cops. Uh, he hears the alarm and the cops show up, so he just takes off. Gussie! Which kind of screws Gus. Screws so Gus. So Gus needs to just kind of run off into the woods. He needs to run it off the woods. And this is when we are intro- when Gus is introduced to both Caroline and Lloyd. Because Caroline and Lloyd uh, stop at a quickie mark. And they're still going back and forth. Yeah, they're nonstop. And these one-liners are fantastic. That they keep on going back and forth. Yeah, with. we could spend all night just yes. going down all these one-liners. So we're trying to avoid that. We are trying to, but we are going to be plugging those into the the show itself. Yeah, I'll it's, be doing it's a lot insane. Of yeah, it's it's insane. So um, they go to the store, and Lloyd sends her in by herself mm-hmm. uh, because he wants to listen to the news because <laughs> uh, there's a world outside there's of our a world problem. Outside. Right after I say I'm not going to say any one-liners, I fucking say one. So <laughs> she goes into the store. Uh, Gus follows her in, and you know there's a woman at the front who's you know complaining about shit. So he kind of walks up behind her and sticks a gun in her back and mm-hmm. says, you know, don't say anything. Let's go. Mm-hmm. They get back in the car, and you know basically he pulls the gun on on Lloyd Lloyd who shows a hint of concern at this point yeah the first time he yes. actually looks like i think he i think i will go out and say i believe that Lloyd is in love with his wife yes. the entire time yes um i think he's unhappy mm-hmm. and i think he's hurt that she cheated on him and i think that there's the ego that always comes in a marriage mm-hmm. I mean, if you can have an egoless marriage, then you're going to have a perfect marriage. Yes. Um, but it's it's almost impossible. Yes. Uh, so anyway, you know, I do feel like sh- that he definitely was in love with it. And I'm not saying that she's not in love with him, mm-hmm. but I think that she's built something up in her mind that is that she can't get past. Right. At least at this point in the movie. Right. So anyway, so now he's in Gus is in the car and he's like, "Drive, you know, we're going to your house." We're going to your house, but he didn't realize that he uh, hijacked these uh, arguing couples. So as they're driving to their house, they they continue to go back and forth, and they're even asking Leary uh, questions about who's right and who's wrong. Right. Eventually, causing the the argument eventually causes them to run a stop sign. Yes, and almost Lloyd runs accident. a stop yes, side almost. and almost gets into a car accident. But, of course, Lloyd 
blames it on the other car. <laughs> uh, and at this point, you're, you've kind of set up the scenario. You have these, these, com- these two uh, married people that are unhappy, that are going back and forth, and you have Leary, who's just like what the stuck f- in the middle. Stuck with his fucking parents, as he said. Right. And, in, and as the movie goes on, a lot of things keep happening that keep him stuck. In the middle. In the middle of the two of them. refereeing, which is, this movie was written, I, I'm, I, the name eludes me, um, but it had an, an, uh, this was influenced by the writer's parents. Oh, okay. So who got into arguments constantly, and there was a ref that was refereeing, so essentially stuck in the middle of it. Um, meanwhile, the town rich people who are concerned because their rich person's uh, friend, their friend, another rich person, got robbed. So they show up at Lieutenant Huff's uh, office and uh, demand action. <laughs> they threaten to call an emergency meeting of the town emergency council. Yeah. Yeah, th- so th- it's basically all these rich <laughs> douchebags. Uh you know another movie this reminds me of at least the rich people and the and the cops. It was uh this the Sam Jackson Nick Cage movie where Nick oh, Amos Cage, and Andrew. Amos and Andrew. Holy shit, that was a good one. That was a good movie too. So yeah, the, but the cops yeah, and the rich out. people were very similar yes. to the cops and the rich people yes. in this movie. Yes, but in this case, Lieutenant Huff kind of blows them off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he's. You can tell he don't. He, he doesn't want to deal shit. with any of these. He fucking has people. his years and he's gonna get his pension. He don't give a rat's ass. Right. So, um, meanwhile, that Carolyn and Lloyd's son is at a military school, Jesse. Yes. And it is revealed that he has promiscuous pictures of the commander, the uh, dean Siskel, of students. The dean of students, uh, Commander Siskel, and he extorts... Played by... Or by... Um, J.J. J.J. Fuck. That's not his real name. No, he, he played J.J. in Spider-Man, but right. I can't remember his real name. My bad. Yeah, he does all the farmers commercials. Yes, he does. Dum 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 dum. Yeah. Um. So he pretty much blackmails him for money. Yes. For the pictures in exchange for money, and then it's revealed. Then he's going to go home for Christmas. He doesn't really want to go home. He's like rather be at the military school, cash and checks. Little little man's going to bed. Um. But back at we we turn back to uh, the chauffeur homestead. Where Gus is laying down the law with his gun, um, because they're arguing back and forth a little bit, and they kind of break off. He lays down the rules, and he ends up. Uh, it's being revealed that they they're having visitors that night. Right. Well, they're in the kitchen, mm-hmm. and he's got them two tied up, and he asks. Not if, yet. They're not tied up yet. They're not tied up yet. They're in the kitchen, and they're tied up oh, to the chair. At this point, okay. Yeah. Uh, he tied him up to the chair, and then he ties him up again upstairs. Yes, he does. He ties him up a few times. So, you know, he's got him tied up to the chair, and then he asks if they smoke, and... No, this is not the same scene. This is, not the, this is the scene afterwards. Trust me. Is it? Yes. Okay. The scene afterwards. This scene is that he just got in. Right. They just got in, and he's waving the gun around, laying down the rules. If you always be near me, et cetera, et cetera. They reveal that they're having visitors, which happens to be... Um, Lloyd's, Lloyd's family. family. His right. mom and his brother. Brother and, and his sister in law and their two kids. They're coming right. over for Christmas Eve because it's Christmas Eve. I forgot we failed to mention that. Um, 
and Carolina did all his cooking. Which makes no sense to the fact that he they're seeing their therapist on Christmas Eve. Yeah, makes sense. Because that wouldn't happen. That would not ahead. happen. No, not at all. Unless he's charging seven hundred dollars an hour. But he does end up eating a cookie and spits it out because it tastes like shit. Which is a, which is a foreshadowing to what happens. But later. the but that's the Jesus line. He put it's it's a um, it's a uh, a manger scene, mm-hmm. and he takes a it's a Jesus cookie, oh, oh. and he he puts it in his oh. mouth, and he spits it out. He says Jesus. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> But we are transported to immediately to the, a diner where we see Lloyd's family eating because uh, they're eating in anticipation of Caroline's cooking. Right. Caroline can't cook. Caroline can't cook worth a shit. Yeah. Um, we're going to stop right there for part one of The Ref. Part two coming to you next week. Thanksgiving. Start of the holidays. Everyone's favorite time of year. In the meantime, follow us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, uh, Heart Radio, uh, Facebook, Twitter, you know the deal. Tell your friends about us. We will see you next week with The Ref Part 2.